0: Two people across two time zones bringing you one podcast. Welcome to Two To Go. A 10-minute idea jamming session for people on the go. This is Dairi joining from New York.
1: And this is Rohan
0: joining from Mumbai. We talk about anything and everything under the sun that excites us. Rohan, do we talk business? Yep. What about technology? Hell yeah. And artificial intelligence and all of that? Why not? Education. Check. Movies? Check. Books? Check. Okay, I get it. So let's start jamming with 2 to Go. go. (laughs) Welcome to the fourth episode of 2 to Go. Today's episode, we're going to talk about emphasizing empathy. We are extremely close to this topic as empathy is something is in the foundation of everything we teach at Y Center. We preach at Y Center. We act upon it every single day. Our programs are built upon empathy. Our students create projects on the basis of empathy. So I would love to just discuss this. Rohan.
1: I'd like to begin with an anecdote. I was recently reading an interview of Dr. Yuval Noah Harari. For those of you who don't know, he is this professor at Jerusalem Hebrew University taught an extremely popular course on Coursera called a brief history of humankind and wrote an amazing book Which I would like to recommend called sapiens. So dr. Harari in the interview. He said that You know since artificial intelligence is such a big debate now He said that what makes us different from an artificial intelligence Enabled robot in the future is that humans are empathetic and that is something that cannot be taught using machine learning a machine cannot change its logic on the basis of empathy, you know, empathizing with uh, the subject in front of you, his or her emotions. So he said that since humans have always treated species uh, who are in a lower strata on the food cycle with so much cruelty that if machines were to actually the, if the alg- algorithms were to learn by observing humans as to how they treat species, which are lesser in power or intelligence to them, it would actually start being cruel to humans because it would suddenly realize that it is a, sentient being of higher intelligence. So Dr. Harari stresses that if we are to become different, you know, not become machines and not end up in a doomsday scenario. It is very important that we embed empathy into everything that we build, including technology.
0: One of the reasons, you know, I think that's an extremely powerful point about machines not being able to ever replace humans, a fear very commonly misrepresented it. By many people around the world including some very famous technologists like elon musk but if we were not to replace and also the reason why we why that can't happen is things like empathy i read this book by paul zack who is also the founding director of the center for neuroeconomic studies and professor of economics at clareman graduate university in his 2012 book the moral molecule the source of love and prosperity he actually talks about association of a neurochemical transmitter oxytocin in the human brain with connecting with other people so when we as mammals especially m- the mammalian species we connect and we love people around us um because of this hormone so it's not exactly love actually he keeps go- he's very cautious with the words and i should be as well quoting him he talks about trust generosity and connection of human beings to human beings to fellow beings uh, and he actually associated this molecule which he calls the moral molecule very rightly associated with that and what it means for us to be empathic
1: you know one of the lines that i keep stressing on every time i talk is that the shortest distance between two people is a story you know just one story is all it takes to break down borders assumptions pre-assumptions prejudices so i know i always find it so powerful that if you can just sit and keep your prejudices aside and just engage in a conversation and share your story it makes such a greater impact and connect than, you know, just coming and getting about your business. Right now, we're going through the startup boom. I mean, being an entrepreneur is like being the new age rock star. So I feel it is so important stories become a fundamental part of building companies. You know, founders should really stress on what kind of story are they telling? What kind of story are their products going to tell? You know, how do they connect with their consumers, users, whoever they are on the other end?
0: Absolutely. And that's the reason we see boom of companies like Airbnb, which are making sure that they focus more on the stories and the experiences of the consumer rather than, Hey, come on our website and rent out an apartment. They keep talking about how you can meet someone from a different part of the world, live with them and understand a local lifestyle. I and mean, that is an amazing example of using storytelling to generate empathy in your customers, and tap into that to turn into a business opportunity. I keep saying that, you know, people don't just want to anymore see a good quality product. They want to ensure that it was created, keeping them in mind. And for that, you have to start replacing your marketing tools with storytelling.
1: Exactly. There's this misconception that product stories are created by marketing teams, you know, as a marketing strategy, but I think that is so wrong because if you, what you do in office, how you get up, how you show up, how you behave with your people, what decisions you make when you don't even have an office in the first place. When you're sitting at home in your pajamas, in your bedroom and coding, that is what, goes on to become the culture of the company when it becomes, you know, increases to a size of 500 employees. So I think it is so important that your product story is established on day one.
0: This podcast is an example of storytelling. And I feel this is actually very important for us as we get closer to putting the product out there in the world for people to start using it. This series of podcasts or the blogs we put out there, the articles we share. And you know this, you know, we have very rarely planned about how this is going to go. We just jump in and start to, I mean, this is one of the most authentic way of storytelling is to share what's actually happening. And you know, uh, that's the reason when, why people still get excited about behind the scenes of a movie, despite movie in itself is a story behind the storytelling itself. I love that. I mean, that is essentially, you know generating empathy with your users that how much and sometimes you know even if the movie you don't like the movie after you watch the making you go crazy about the movie wow this is how they shot this and it now brings you a whole different meaning because now you're connected with the director and the vulnerability of how they shot this in extreme conditions to connect with uh, the director and backwards and you know then watch the movie and I feel that is a simple example of how powerful creating empathy could be so Ron we have talked about empathy from a science perspective ai and all of this but let's just boil it down to the basics how many times have you word you know we've used this phrase like people use this phrase in general it felt good i just love this app i don't know why i prefer watching tv series on on this particular website as opposed to some other website even though the content of that particular tv series is exactly the same. But the user experience, the interaction, that is a game changer today. So I feel if you boil it down to the most basics as a, let's say, technology startup entrepreneur who's trying to build something, empathy, Mm -hmm. in your case, empathy, using empathy as a design tool is basically designing a user intuition, is basically designing a user intuitive experience. That's what we're talking about. If you find understanding empathy at large as a very complex emotion, it's basically understanding people beyond your regular surveys and data and henry ford famously remarked if i asked people what they wanted they would have said faster horses so it's important to understand empathy doesn't mean just going out there and asking people and taking a survey and finding all the data and they will let you know everything that's not how it works it is putting yourself in their shoes walking a mile in that and that's how we start experiencing empathy
1: speaking of embedding empathy as a primary focus point when you're building products i think when you really focus on stories and when you give your users a medium by which they can put their stories up front as well it really creates something that we call a network effect if you look at all the successful companies out there they have two things in common one is that they have a great story that consumers actually relate with and two they give a chance and a platform for those consumers to actually put out their stories you know about how they're using the product or the service so what this creates is a network effect so all your friends join on board because they've seen your story using that product. And it's so cool. If you are a product designer out there, I think in order to survive in a world where there is almost an app for everything, there are like a hundred apps for like one job that you want to get done. I think what will come out as a winner at the end of the day is if you can create an app that taps into the innate desire that everybody has, you know, that you want to share your story with the world somehow, anyhow, if you can tap into that desire and if you, can give them a medium to do that, you're going to come out on top.
0: Yeah, well said. And I really keep thinking if you push it enough, actually some of these Indian companies start using this, they'll actually shut down. Imagine (laughs) a (laughs) telephone service like MTNL, we used to have BSNL or Indian State Board Electricity or any of the government or Indian railways. If they start using stories as the way to promote their brand, they will actually shut down.
1: I think they are creating stories. It's called memes. Yeah, that's
0: true. <laughs> Very well said. If your story is powerful, it turns into a business. If not, it turns into a meme. Either way, it's you're successful. You are still famous. Yep. One of the prime examples is role-playing. And uh, there's actually a Bollywood movie. Akshay Kumar is you know playing mm-hmm. this Mr. Murugan Nantham's mm-hmm. character in the movie Padman, where he talks about the guy who invented low cost sanitary napkins in India, he shares his story about wearing the early prototypes of the sanitary napkins himself so he can get an authentic understanding of what it means to go through this. That is it, you know, that is what we're talking about when we talk about expressing empathy in your everyday life. So wrapping up this entire podcast on empathy, we have to understand that we are living in this age of option economy, where the users have options with every product and every service. There's really not much reason for someone to pick something over other things other than the basic features like price and marketing strategy and all of that. And this is where being empathic can actually be a very powerful tool for an entrepreneur to build a very stronger relationship with a customer. And definitely that leads to a better design product. You almost kind of create a circle. That is one big takeaway for anyone who wants to understand how to practice empathy or express
1: empathy. Thank you so much for joining us. This is Dairi from New York. This is Rohan from Mumbai.
0: Bye, guys.